Welcome to episode 13. This is a bonus episode. It's ready, set, get out the vote 2020 Trump versus Biden. In this episode, you're going to hear a little bit about Kamala Harris and Biden trying to get elected. And remember, this was before Kamala was elected for vice president. Enjoy this awesome episode and thanks for listening. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Epi- Let's Talk Vegas. Episode 13, Perfecto. Here Luck- we are. Woo-woo. Lucky number 13, huh? hmm And this is a great episode today because it's about the future. The end of the world. For him. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. The, the, the election on November, what, November Well, how many 3rd? more days? Uh, 89 days currently till the election. So by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably be more like 80 days, uh, somewhere around there. So 80 days to the election and right around there. Uh, And there's still no vice presidential nomination from Biden. Uh, We have our two nominees, which, you know, is Trump and And Biden and Joe Biden, two 70 something year old great grand probably great grandpas by now perfecto is so mean to old people he doesn't he doesn't want i mean come on young people step up to the plate then damn it so oh man well uh you know there went there ain't a whole lot you know it's kind of sad that we ended up with them too well Uh, i'm kind of concerned why they're waiting so like you're saying that they have a couple of runner-ups for vp for the democratic party but we're, we're 89 days Essentially away. The, the, yeah, with, with you know, three, just, you know, sh- just under three months left to go, um, the, the there's no vice presidential nomination, and the front runners seem to be Susan Rice and Kamala Harris. Um, and that's just, I don't know, Kamala, Kamala Harris, didn't do well at the beginning. No, at not all. at all, because Tulsi Gabbard uh, basically derailed her nomination to the presidential because uh pointing out you know factually her record as a da as attorney uh, general in california mm-hmm. and all the people she put away how, and- how you know bad that was for you know trying to be a democratic nominee um and susan rice uh the big thing with her is she's partially you know partially responsible for uh the whole benghazi attack that right. happened uh years ago so you know, both have their their knocks, but um, you know I what? Mean, I f- but they are female, and that's what it's it's supposed to win. That's what <laughs> that's what's supposed to. And like I said, I don't perfecto uh, Brenda Herrera, who's the political director. If you guys want to reach out and volunteer and do some phone banking, she just sent out a phone banking last week about virtual phone banking for the Latino community because she's pushing the Latino community. If, so if you guys want hard. To- if you guys want to support uh, the union, support Joe Biden, uh, reach out to who again? To reach out to me, and I'll direct you to the political director of Nevada Joe Biden campaign. So, so, so you can uh, just message us on Facebook or Instagram, right. and mm-hmm. uh, Maria will get you hooked up with the right people yep, if you want you to may support be, them. A couple of times, you may be outside at the Cardenas Market. That's where I started. 
So, um, I, you know, but you mentioned like, it's going to be a woman nominee and I find that kind of, um, not funny, but contradictory, uh, or amusing, I guess, or I don't know what the right word is, but it's just, uh, odd to me that the nominee has to be a woman. Well, because of, okay, well, with the history that he's had, don't be surprised, okay? But the fact is that I think he seriously thinks that that's how it's gonna gonna win. Help him win, yeah. I I, I do believe that the Democratic base wants to see a woman in, even if it is the vice presidential uh, seat, they want to see a woman in there. Well, at the beginning, um, we had Elizabeth Warren, and I Kamala, think a lot of women. We yeah. had a lot of women. Mm -hmm. And I, I think even the uh, Republicans had like a woman in 2016 in the nominations. So uh, I think she ran H CEO of HP mm -hmm. or something like that. Right. Um, but anyways, though, <clears throat> what I wanted to point out, though, is how there is absolutely no shot for a male to be nominated as, as the vice president, regardless of whether they're more qualified or not for that position. Because people want to see a woman so bad. And so what a lot of people that want to see that have been complaining about is sexism are essentially being sexist now. Because there's no way a, a male is getting nominated. I don't, you know, I don't care one way or the other. That's fine if that's what they want to do. We had history with Obama, the first black yeah. president. Yes. So this can be history for us. And we've all, we tried it with Hillary and look what happened. Okay. And now we want a second. For women, though. Uh-huh. But how did it work out with Hillary? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I door knocked a lot for that lady. And I, I was I, with I my clipboard. Was, and I, I thought I was, she was terrible back, too. I voted for her husband, and I figured some things would rub off of him to her. And No, nah, they rubbed off on other women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what was her name? Not Bobbitt, but... Uh, Monica. Monica Lewinsky. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Monica. She's oh, got to deal man. with this the rest of her life. But um but no, I just, you know, I find that amusing that you're not looking at the most qualified candidate. You know, I'm not saying that Kamala Harris and Susan Rice aren't qualified, which cuz I think they are, but I I think they're just uh excluding all men because they do feel that nominating a woman is going to give them a better opportunity to For get the more Democratic votes party to win to get more votes against Trump. which that is the goal ultimately yeah. is mm -hmm. to get the most votes mm -hmm. you know so you can win the, the electoral college i i get that and you know if i was in joe biden's position i would probably be looking at a woman uh vp nominee also even if i did think maybe a male uh candidate was better qualified i think as far as votes go mm -hmm. a woman is this right election now. is going to get you more votes just hands down I, I think everybody sees that knows that and i think that uh you know picking the right person might might be able to be enough to to beat trump but or even if we had a hispanic you know if i if i go back even if we had a hispanic vp the latino would probably really maybe. come out and vote that's like history there too maybe I don't know. Perfecto. What's up? You didn't put your application in, dude. <laughs> Damn you. I'm not old enough yet. I just... Oh, really? You got to be old? Uh, 40... 36, I thought. 
Oh, I thought it was closer. To yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a year shy still. Baby. So, um, but no, I just, you know, I, I've, you know, me and Marie have talked about this. I just think Joe Biden sucks. Uh, and like, I, I try to, I haven't met him in person. I met his sister and she has fended for him. Did she kiss you on the back of the neck too? No, she didn't. She was sweet. <laughs> she she did not kiss me behind the, or nibbled on my ear or, or licked his finger and put it in the ear. No. You didn't give me a what, Willie? <laughs> yeah, with Willie. <laughs> what, Biden? Yeah, she just said his speeches were weak. He doesn't really speak well. well where has he been? Well. That's the thing is, like, he's nowhere to be seen. He's done, like, a couple little like video things? He does virtual with SEIU as a matter of fact on Facebook. Those SEIU union members on Facebook, you'll see him do a couple of virtual with but, international unit. But he doesn't want to debate. You know, cuz uh he doesn't want to go live. Now they were supposed to do a debate. Now it's, you know, corona is is mm-hmm. messing with the all this stuff and um and he doesn't want to debate because I think in a debate, he would get exposed. Because he's older. Yeah. And when he picks the VP, I see that as that is going to be the president. If he picks the VP. If he wins, and, you know. And it goes right now, I'm guaranteeing that VP is going to be working around the clock for the next 60 days. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. Because she's going to be the one carrying, you know, she's going to be the one carrying the load because Joe Biden ain't. Yeah, uh, so that needs to happen fast, and that's what. But that's bad, though. This is what I'm saying. That's a that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing, because if you're presidential nominee, COVID bad. Okay, yes, I understand it's COVID, <laughs> but if your presidential nominee can't go out there and do what he needs to do, like what, like why would you want him to be your president? Because you got the people behind you on the lower level taking care of business. That means he's got all his political directors in every state remember every state has a political director office yeah has a station where they have signs where they have chalkboard and they have or the board where you can see all the activities that they're doing and you know like las vegas has it all covered for las oh, vegas the, the um, so like he, the election offices yes, like that help offices yes. that help push the vote out for them, right you and mean. those are the people that have because when i did hillary campaign mm-hmm I was out and about and mm-hmm. I was phone banking. Uh-huh. When I did my assemblywoman, mm-hmm. we had uh, her office mm-hmm. and we had out and about clipboards, knocking doors, talking. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that got those votes for yeah. her because we talked to people. Yeah. So not him. If he does, it'll be something like a little small street in like. Well, no, somewhere. but what it, what it come, but my thing is what, what you guys got helped get the word out. Yes, no yes. doubt. But at the end of the day, it comes down to her making speeches, her laying out what her plan is, what her goals are. Um, you know, right now, I really don't know what Joe Biden's goals are for the country. You know, I I, I couldn't tell you what he's running on right now besides... Um, the immigration, for sure. You know, immigration. for sure, that he had followed through with Obama, that he has, he knows about mm-hmm. that. So a lot of people were against it, you know, whatever, whatever, but it worked. So what I would agree with on the Democratic side would be with, you know, being pro-immigration. And unions for all, because he's talked about that. Pro-unions. And then, you know, uh, universal health care, because 
if if Corona's proven anything is that we need universal health care. You know, when you're going through something like this and people are, you know, not getting the help they need because they're worried about a medical bill, that's, you know, that's a, a sad state of affairs. When we're paying so much money as it is for Medicaid, Medicare, all that money is being spent already. Um, you know, it could just be redirected or, or spent better. But, you know, that's that's a whole nother story of, you know, the government being fiscally responsible. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, they're just not. So, um, The but, immigration, uh, I'm not really sure. Like with DACA, mm-hmm. he'd probably be working on that to secure it because look mm-hmm. what happened. But, so that would pick him up on that part. And then, um, of course, legalizing the people here yeah, already, and maybe. I'm, while I'm pro-immigration and all, is, is Democrats had a chance with Obama. And they never did nothing but do uh, an executive action and do a DACA thing. Mm-hmm. That's all they did for mm-hmm. people. They and didn't do anything meaning, meaningful while they had the chance. That's and right. they did have a, 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 a big opportunity to do that, and they opted not to. And that's what we were at a month and a half ago. So, no, I'm saying this when, was when Obama was in office. Yeah, but, this is, but look what happened a month and a half ago. They thought that it was over and they would have to get deported. Mm-hmm. And they took it to the courts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they got to stay, but you know that's that's one. But that's piece just of temporary. It. Yeah, and so, then but immigration is just one piece of what's going on right now, and uh, that's probably last. You know, not last, but it's it's kind of low on the totem pole as far as what's going on because w- with you know Black Lives Matter, with uh, all the protests, all the riots, mm-hmm. all the, um, you know, because Chicago, like last night, uh, just this past week. The cop that was. No, it, it was basic, full on mayhem out in the streets. Yeah. Uh, looting every single store, like emptying out, you know, the stores and things like that. And I'm, I'm, I couldn't tell you why that happened. I don't, I really don't know. I just know something just kind of popped off and it went and then you're seeing the same, you know, similar, um, things in, you know, I don't say, uh, no, it's not really similar in Portland. What you're seeing in Portland is they're trying to burn down the courthouse. Now they're starting to march through neighborhoods. Uh, they're starting trying to intimidate, um, elected officials. Mm-hmm. And my, my, uh, friend who's a, well, she hasn't, I haven't talked to her in a while, but she is totally, uh, Republican and she uh, sent me something that says Black Lives Matter writers hunt down black officer attack and try to kill him and his girlfriend at her home in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. So I think she was trying to put a prove a point to me <laughs> because when I did that Black Lives Matter <laughs> she was like have you seen the hashtag of Black Lives Matter? So now I, th- I think uh, most people agree and I, I agree that know black lives matter and uh i do think that black people have been targeted and are a target and i think do think there is racism and all that is going on um but what you're seeing as far as like those riots like in portland and things like that it's mostly a bunch of white kids and they're trying to burn down like the courthouse and things like that and but she sent me this because she said that he's a police officer who has been involved in three shootings uh in the past five years and where he used of deadly physical force was validated has been suspended by that city's police and fire commission of the last Wednesday. Wauwatosa, Wisconsin is all Caucasian people. Mm-hmm. So there was more to it. 
So she doesn't know. She's never lived there. Mm. I've been in Wauwatosa. I've been in Wisconsin. And there's more to the story. I didn't tell her that because I didn't (laughs) have no time. So, but, you know, but getting back to it's, (laughs) um, I, it's tough for me to say. So he's scared. He's scared. That's what he is. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't. I'm he's not, scared that because scared. he doesn't just, want Trump, and he's scared because he don't want Biden. So where do you stand then? There's nothing. No, and uh, so that's the problem, and I think that's where a lot of people are. Um, I think that's where a, a big chunk of the center is at right mm-hmm. now, because there are, you know, because I do have, I do think uh, social programs need to be better funded. I do think the military gets way too much money. I do think, uh, you know. We should have better, you know, a more streamlined immigration. Um, I also think that it should be vetted how, you know, Trump is talking about vetting all these people. Yes, we need to do that. But it also needs to be streamlined where people aren't waiting years and years and years for that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, I do agree to a certain degree with uh, some type of fiscal responsibility because, Republicans have generally been the party of being a fiscal conservative, correct? But that they've proven that that's a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, After this year, yeah, <laughs> they've they've proven that's a joke because uh, even before this whole COVID money, because they mm-hmm. passed all these tax cuts and and inflated the debt by trillions of dollars and claiming that it was all going to trickle down, correct? And all that crap, which we it. know that doesn't happen. Um, you know, yeah, the economy was doing better, so you know. And initially, I, I gave credit to Obama because he was had the economy going in the right direction, and Trump took it. Uh, and initially, I was giving the, more credit to Trump uh, to Obama than Trump, but he sustained that, and he sustained that even through this whole COVID thing. Whereas, if it, if it was a, a Democratic president, there's no way I, I, that um, the outlook for as far as the economy would be as positive mm-hmm. as it is okay and i and i do think that has to do with trump being in office um whether you like it or not is you know because and that's the other part that i don't like is that you know people want to you know yeah i think he's he's says idiotic things all the time like just today he was talking about how he passed an executive order um where insurance companies, health insurance companies, couldn't deny people because of pre-existing conditions. Okay. And then a reporter asked him the obvious question. Was it a female and an Asian? I don't remember. Um, (laughs) They asked him the obvious question of why would you need to pass an executive order for something that's already a law? Which is under Obamacare, it's already a law that health insurance companies can't deny you due to pre-existing conditions. So that shows you he's losing it a little bit. They say no, he's I think he just wants to take credit for stuff where he deserves no credit. You know, I think he wants credit for everything, even when he's done nothing for it. So, oh, my God. Yeah, because he was bragging about how he passed that. And the the dude's like, it's already a law. So if I tell you, like, oh, yeah, hey, uh, I I just uh, signed if I'm the governor of the state Uh or something, I just passed an executive order making the speed limit. Without my assembly legislation. Make it with. Making the speed limit on the six on the ninety on the freeway sixty five miles an hour, you'd look at me like I'm some kind of idiot because that's already implemented. Yeah, so that, that's essentially what he did, and he's taking credit for it. Oh, I'm saving a bunch of lives. I'm I'm reducing the speeds 
to 65. Like, you know, it's, it's so when he says stuff like that, I just can't help but laugh and just shake my head because that's our president. Yeah. And he's been our president and that's fearful of some of the Democratic Party because they just feel like he has done nothing for the Democratic. Well, no, he besides, hasn't. Besides COVID he, money. And, yeah. And that's so, because they were out back and forth. No, he hasn't done, you know, he, he did the executive, he did do the executive action for 400 bucks unemployment to continue and some other stuff. Um, can't, can't tell you, uh, the, you know, the evictions and things like that to continue. So he did do some positive things with that executive order, but it's just, uh, funny to me how, you know, and he's constantly doing that where he's taking credit for something he didn't do. The other thing he now he wants is he wants to be on the, uh, uh, he wants to get carved into the Mount Rushmore. Oh, I heard about that one. <laughs> that was retarded. But he, what he want he really wants that. So I was watching, oh goodness, something I was watching about. Oh, yes, my favorite show, mm -hmm. United Shades of America. What's you that? have to watch it. <laughs> A new episode with Camus Bell. And it talks about uh, white supremacy. It talks mm -hmm. about racist. And he mentioned um, the immigration officer for Trump. And I can't remember his name, but he's always walking with him right behind him and standing uh -huh. by him. He had mentioned something about people were saying that he comes from something like that. And that's why he's so hard on the immigration. What with, do you mean? Uh, he comes from like a racist. And then he says oh. only the Europeans should have access to coming to the United States. Oh, okay. So it was um, United States of America, white supremacy, yeah, the episode, the new episode. I'm hooked on that show. As a matter of fact, I have it on my DVR, but it's educational. And that's where I learn all my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and, he, and the guy who runs it was a comedian and now he works for CNN and he's, he's out and about. And so right now with COVID. Funny then, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, he's funny in his show. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. And those were the concerns that they were throwing out mm -hmm. about why the immigration so, is not so fully because uh -huh. of this guy. No. And, you know, it's Trump surrounds himself with yes men and, mm -hmm. you know, certain people that, you know, he wants. Uh, and I think that's what he got because that's what he's having has right now. But. We'll see come the election what happens, but I just, uh, I don't, you know, a lot of people, especially kind of here in this, in, in Nevada and here in Clark County, it's a very blue state. Very. So I think a lot of people are in a bubble where kind of, I was in that bubble, uh, in 2016 because I didn't think there was absolutely any way Trump was going to win. As I'm drinking my blue Starbucks cup, yeah. is blue. I, I didn't, you know, I and I think most people were like, were one genuinely shocked when he actually won. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I told Perfecto I was at the Cosmopolitan, the Democratic Party, <laughs> and people were on their floor crying. <laughs> the LGBTQ community was definitely on the floor crying, <laughs> and then the DACA kids. Everybody mm -hmm. was just, you know, other than. Uh, Catherine Cortez winning and everybody up in our well, legislation was is, all Democratic. Yeah, everything was Democratic as far as, as we're going here. But um, I also see a problem with when you're getting too lopsided. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, with one way or the other. I think it's it's good and I think it's healthy when you have a good mix of Republican and Democrat because you're forced to compromise and then you don't have what you're seeing in like Seattle and what you're seeing in Portland, uh, what you're seeing in other uh, cities that, you know, and I think to a to an extent, uh, I think Trump's right when he says poorly democratically run cities because when you ha- when you have one side, but our city is not poorly. No, we're we're and we're all we're still mixed. We're still mixed. But I think. the service that we have here in the city for employees. Oh yeah. If you know, it's hotel ran. Yeah. So we're what kind of people work there? You're going to get yeah. your Hispanic. You're going to get your Philip Asian Pacific no, Islanders. No, I think we still have a, a good mix enough. I think Republicans where they have to compromise and you can't just you mm-hmm. know do certain things but um we're also a, an economy driven by casinos and casinos you know they have a big say in politics because they have put a lot of money into the state and the people that they hire the people that are working mm-hmm. there i mean so and that's this community of las vegas is is just it's it's ran by our they, casinos so, and, it's, and it's ran by people that work there. And so that's the mm-hmm. votes that we're getting. Mm-hmm. So because like you see like cities like San Francisco where you're having mm-hmm. a giant you know, homeless problem and, um, you know, you're seeing just stores getting robbed because now they're not even citing people for stealing anything under a thousand dollars. Right, at Walgreens, you see so, girls grabbing makeup and just running as long as it's under what, a hundred? A thousand. A thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand dollars. They just grabbed a whole bunch of lipstick and threw the plastic all, oh my God, it was yeah. just crazy. So, and and if uh, I see a problem with that and uh, and I think that is part partially because when you go too far left, then you start having these, well, let's help, you know, because it comes from uh, wanting to help. It a comes human from human being. Uh, yeah, wanting uh, to help out, wanting yes, to do the right thing by yes, somebody else. Right. And with in our field, I think we both understand and see, and see that part of it and want that part of it to be implemented in a, in a good way. And, and you know, and because we deal with it on a daily basis. So when we see that it's it's like you're not helping anybody by by doing that because all you're doing is encouraging, you know, that behavior. So there there's also needs to be consequences for for certain behaviors at times. So mm-hmm. am I saying they need to be locked up or something like that? No, but um our consequences of our parents are the kids being taken away. <laughs> That's your consequence, so, parents. You know something. Something needs to happen, but um, you know you're seeing uh, you're seeing you know the consequences of constant loosening and lax laws towards. And that's uh, what happens illegal. at Walgreens mm-hmm. when they're stealing. So, you know, or even then, like the COVID thing in California, a lady was just killed because her domestic violence husband or boyfriend came out of the jail or prison because uh, he had COVID. Mm-hmm. So they're releasing COVID diagnosed. They're releasing people yeah, due to and COVID. and he went and killed her. Well, there was another ish, uh, thing just like that where uh, 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 the guy that w- he was accused of, of raping this girl that testified against him, they let him out uh, because of COVID and he ends up going and, and killing the girl. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I don't know, it's it's... It's a big problem, I think. And then also, um, 
the other issue that I'm having is, you know, kind of like I've mentioned. He's my, having it. He has an issue. Uh, so okay. is with, with the, the <laughs> woke, honest. The, with the woke culture, you know, and it's, that's part of, uh, can you explain a little bit to me about the woke? Because my son hasn't really touched base with me about the woke. Oh, you're not up to date on the woke I, culture. I, I just got hooked on WAP yesterday with Cardi. B. Oh, I saw that. I was I like, was what, like the what the hell? Heck? My yeah. coworker Yaya had said, Please watch it. It's funny. So Raymond's like, please don't. Oh. My son. And then I watch it. I'm like, what the heck? It's this is the new woke. No, that's that's WAP. That's not oh, woke. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about woke. So uh, it's it's hard to encapsulate woke culture, but um, W O K E. What does it mean? Um, like? Basic kind of goes back to like social justice warriors um, oh. type thing. Like pla- Black Panthers. And no, like, Chicano so, like Antifa, like Antifa, oh, Antifa. Okay. things like that. Um, Shoot. Where um, you know, if like you get super, like depend. There's levels to this wokeness. So like okay. this r- super woke um, believe you know where there's there's no such thing as gender. There's, um, you know, uh, gender is a social construct mm-hmm. where it's been made up. Uh, there's no male, female. There's a spectrum. You could be anything on the spectrum at any given time. Um, we haven't got trained at work for this. Oh, um, Lord. I'm surprised. <laughs> we have some. No, we have the LGBTQ. Yeah, but not not, not necessarily. Woke. Okay. Well, I don't think woke is viewed. <laughs> well, kids believe it. We got to be careful. Right? So. Okay. <laughs> So well, that and then like, um, you know, everybody is racist, um, you know, every and especially, you know, except for, well, all white people are racist. I should correct. That's Not, what woke is? Yeah. No. All white people are, are racist. Uh, the super, or, I'm talking about like the super, super woke, you know. So the woke is all white people, they're no. racist in that woke. No, no. So woke culture. The culture. Okay. okay. I thought it was like a group. No, it's not a group. It's just the culture. Like People you can be woke. It? No, you can be woke. Like uh, you know, if you're progressive, like super being super progressive, okay, is kind of considered woke. So um, where it, be- it used to be, where if you believed in maybe legalized, like mm-hmm. maybe ten years ago, if you thought uh, gay marriage should be legal yeah. and uh, legalizing pot and all that, you would be woke. Now that's like you're not even woke. So, I was, and, and so I'm trying to explain to Maria. We took a quick break. Trying to explain to Maria what woke is. I'm educated. So the good the good parts about woke, and I think there are good parts mm-hmm. about it. Where is you're trying to be aware of somebody else, you have um, what their circumstances are, what they're mm-hmm. going through, kind of what their feelings are, and to me, it goes back to having empathy for other people. Well, he just showed me a video about stepping back. If you had family house health insurance or stepping forward, if you have food in the home, those are things I remember I did mm-hmm. uh, with the teacher in, in so, high school or college. I don't so remember. I, but. And I think what um, everybody has it better than somebody else all the time. That's always the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's never going to change. And I think um, what, what I have an issue with is, with woke culture trying to make it to where if you do have an advantage where they're trying to uh punish you for that you know so i i I feel like that's where it's kind of heading 
Um, and you're seeing that with, for example, with Asian applicants to like Ivy League schools where they're going to limit that because people that are woke don't want that to happen. Well, there there were so many Asians in getting into Harvard mm -hmm. versus any other race mm -hmm. that they raised the scores that Asians had to get to be able to get into Harvard versus everybody else. And now they're trying to lower the scores for Latinos and blacks, which so they can get in more so they can get in more, which mm -hmm. I have an issue with. It's like, no, they, you need to earn that. You do. You need to earn just like anything else. So, but not everybody like, like he was explaining to me and I just kind of put it like this. Woke is a culture that is educating people. Woke is something that's being educated for a culture to be developed or it's de being developed. Being, being educated about other yeah, cultures and right. other um, people's um, experiences and things like that, which I think that's important because a lot of times I, I do think people um, don't take the time to really learn and uh, other people's, um, I won't, you know, experiences. I don't right. want to say disadvantages or what, what have you, but experiences in life uh, and recognizing that you probably had it a lot better than uh, other kids because what I, you know, what I do don't like seeing is where, you know, there's a, well, they're just not doing what they need to do. That's why they uh, ended up how they ended up. You know, it's their fault, mm -hmm. you know, where, where me and you deal with, we're dealing with kids that, you know, have drug addict parents, uh, that weren't in their lives that, you know, kids that have been born positive for meth, heroin, marijuana, never had a chance or opportunity, you know, ne never being born. So, you know, when, when people say that, Hey, you just got to work hard and you'll make it. Yeah. For the most part, that's true. Mm -hmm. But there are instances where, you know, people aren't born with, um, a mother or father or, you know, don't have anybody sometimes mm -hmm. in their lives to help them out. So with that part of it, um, I definitely agree with. And I think a lot of people don't see that side of, uh, of their community. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't see those people because they're not around it and they don't ever experience that. So it's hard to put picture something when you've never experienced mm -hmm. it. And, and that's where I do think people need to be more educated and, and be more mindful of other people's experiences because they, somebody else might not have had it as easy as you. Um, although you might think you had it difficult or you did something to overcome some adversity. We've all done something like right. that, but. And he explained to me that I'm like, anybody can be woke. And I'm like, <laughs> Democrats. And he's like, yeah, mostly <laughs> I'm like, Oh shoot. Where have I been? I guess I'm not total lefty. So uh -oh. <laughs> you better get with it. Uh oh, I'm losing my educational lefty side of my life. Yeah, so uh, yeah, because was uh, your son, he immediately knew what like woke was, and and, and kind of we knew... don't discuss that, and he does not like it when it comes to any politics or union stuff. My son says, "Mom, I don't have time to talk that, and I don't want to talk to you about it." <laughs> he um, he understands how much I give and I want and I want to do so much, but he doesn't feel like it's important to him. And I think I hope I don't lose that generation. Of my no. son. I really didn't care about politics at that age. Oh. So. Well, I did because I was told 
Like I told you, when I was 18 in high school by a Bostonian teacher in Ontario High School, you're going to vote Democratic. And I never stopped voting. Let's, let's see. Uh, and, I, and, and I felt like I needed to because it was all why? aiming for everything that I needed. Okay. Everything was given to me. All the Democratic presidents have given me an opportunity. I bought my first house under Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. I went to school with FAFSA, uh-huh. single Latina woman. Uh-huh. I could have got health care, safe, um, what is it, safe key for free, free lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, and that's where I, I talk about the social programs that I, I like to see, and that's yeah. part of that. Um, but I utilized it to better because not to say after I would get my FAFSA, guess what mm-hmm. I did? I turned it around and put it on down payment on this freaking house. Uh-huh. $7,000 of, remember, I used to get twenty five to 3000 a year. Yeah. I went to University of Phoenix for two years, and that was my money to put down on this house. Nice. So I turned it around, but people don't do that. Yeah. They go and buy Coach and Gucci stuff and then buy a Jaguar and, and can never afford the... when they don't have nothing. Right. So, and that's, that's where, you know, you did the right thing with that money mm-hmm. and you invested it and, you know, turned that, you know, six thousand dollars or what have you into a hundred thousand dollars my other classmate used to get i'm not gonna say her name but he knows who um she used to get like six thousand the same thing with three thousand a year and she would go how many go shopping yeah so um you know it's just uh everybody has you know different experiences and all that and i don't want to the thing is the problem i have where the world culture is they're trying to punish, you know, and, and yeah, they are trying to punish white people primarily for being white and, you know, where because they're trying to fight racism. And the logic to me is is dumb because by doing that, by trying to punish white people specifically, you're being racist. So well, my son is white as white as can be. <laughs> and he's half Mexican. <laughs> but I'm saying so is, I'm like. Nobody would know. No. And, you know, so I just have, like, yes, does equality need to do better? Do we still need to do better with as far as that goes? Yes. But at the same time is do we need to um, make it to where policies or laws or something like that are stacked against another race? No, Mm -hmm. because then we're we're just having the same thing in reverse. Right. So that's where we started off with politics, but I'm glad we were educated with woke because that's something new. If you guys don't know, especially my generation, I'm 47 years old, let alone try to do like binary and all that. Yeah. LGBTQ. So, I, I was lost until my son educated me. Yeah. So, well, and that's where it gets a little, you know, if, if you, you know, and we, you know, we went to college with uh, a person that was transgender. He's, yeah. you know, He's uh, transitioned to a man and, mm-hmm. you know, I female I think, to man. Yeah. And, you know, completely and super nice person uh, was always really nice to us. Uh, we we weren't in the same groups like because we had to do groups. But he did there. it. She, she he at the time. Yeah. She, um, she, oh, she he, he was transitioning. He was transitioning. Mm-hmm. Don't say she he. Because <laughs> she was still she. So then, I can't. Okay. But okay. You, she she was still he. Like, okay. He at the time of perfecto, but to me, I think she was still a she. Well, yeah, at she the time, had yeah. asked me if 
you know, she's like, I just feel it's important. You think that it's wrong for me to take my breast off. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was like, why is she asking? He asking me this. Uh-huh. But his facial hair was growing at the time. Mm-hmm. And his voice was changing. Because mm-hmm. uh, he was doing the hormone therapy. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, if you're doing that already, you might as well. But I didn't feel like it was my place. But I felt bad because he needed some advice. Yeah. He, he was he was just kind of. But he was an individual. He's an individual. I mean, we had well, another that's a tough person. choice to make. You know, it's, yeah. that's. We had another person that committed suicide in our class, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. person LGBT. was lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think it had to do with some kind of and we LGBTQ. All, and stuff. we were all in the same class, and mm-hmm. like with the way University of Phoenix works, is you basically stay with the same group of people for like yeah. two years. So uh, with one class, right? Um, and so it's like. 20 it was like 20 25 of us mm-hmm. together basically for two just a little over two years right. so we got to know each other pretty well and yeah that was that was pretty pretty, pretty sad when that happened you know when that happened when uh she committed suicide uh and then we had uh our friend that uh transitioned to to man and if you saw him now you'd never know no nope, never never so which i think is like crazy well the only thing is like he uh he's, smile he's he's short <laughs> short he's you know he's like your height mm-hmm. you know but uh other than that like good looking you know you would never know mm-hmm. um and uh you know like he's probably when he asked you that he's probably just looking for confirmation and just yeah. looking for some because support. at the time her her mindset was still female, like mm-hmm. she needed somebody to confine in as a female. Well, even from I day one that, that we we met him, uh, was dressed like a man and always, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. And I, but I remember it was funny because uh, when he was transitioning, because uh, you know you could still mm-hmm. tell it was it was it was a woman mm-hmm. uh, dressed like you know in mm-hmm. men's clothing, but football jerseys. When mostly. when uh, he started transitioning, there was a a, a time like where it was starting to change where like you couldn't tell, uh, you know, it was like, okay. And then, so he was still going in the ladies restroom. And I remember one time he came out, he's like, I don't think I can use the ladies restroom anymore. Oh shoot. Cause they were looking at him crazy. Like, what are you doing in here? This is the women's room. Like get the hell out of here. I remember him telling me that. And I, that's before restrooms were transgender. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, I think I just need to go to the men's room now. Yeah. And, and he did. And nothing. Nobody ever noticed or no. nobody said nothing. It was and just chunky. No issues at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, th- and that that was kind of when the whole, and then like not too long after that, you started having that whole restroom mm-hmm. issue and things like that. Um, and every time something like that comes up, I always, I always thought about him, you know. Yeah. So just kind of what he so you were what like he had to now. Now you felt woke. So yeah. So you I felt woke back then. <laughs> yeah, now feel, that you feel you're yeah. Like, now hey, I, I'm now woke. I don't feel so woke because people got so far. There you go, people. He's woke. <laughs> Hashtag woke. But but um, we we started off with with Biden and Trump, and we ended up with woke because of the fact that. Well, I think uh, Biden is definitely going to play to that crowd. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the crowd you're seeing is trying to take down all these statues and that crowd that is now moving on to statues of Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, Please. which Abraham is idi- did a lot for, well, us. that's what I'm saying that, which is idiotic to me, but that's but what's happening because educated. you're getting more and more woke. Cause I, 
Like, well, then I need to create unwoke. That's what I'm going to do. The old generation is going to do the unwoke. The, uh, uh, the I'm going to unwoke you. Old woke. Old woke, unwoke. So, uh, and that's, you know, because in, and I, I feel like that's more of a, you know, when you're, when you're trying to just dismantle everything, I think that's more of a problem. And I think when Biden plays to that crowd, I think that's going to be more of a problem. Um, and it, when I see that, it honestly pushes me more to the right. Right. I, I know. So that, that is scary. I just got educated on that and I still have time to change my lefty to righty. Oh, you ain't never, you ain't voting for uh, nobody but Biden. Yeah. I could change the woke people. I'm not scared of you woke. Come at me. <laughs> oh, you don't want Oppenheimer that. Street. That's a, that's a psychologist, psychiatrist name. Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want the woke crowd coming for you. Anyways, That's not good. I am Biden. SIU, SEIU, my union international, has um, uh, pledged to uh, definitely support him. So I do have a SEIU Biden t-shirt. I will be helping Brenda Herrera. I mean, excuse me, Erica Herrera. I have hey, a Brenda. Hey, we should do a giveaway for a Biden t-shirt. Yes, let's do a giveaway for my Biden t-shirt. Because okay. I know I'm going to get another one. So I'll get a, I'll get a Biden t-shirt, not SEIU, but a Biden from her. So I'll get a Trump one too. Okay. We'll do a so Trump and a we're, we're going to do a Biden and a Trump giveaway. So, so uh, we'll, we'll post we that post on this episode. We'll, yes. We'll, we'll uh, post and see, maybe we'll come up with the rules yeah. or whatever, how we're going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to let Perfecto mention the mentioner today. Go ahead, Perfecto. Well, I don't even know what our mentioner is. Mention just, so because you well, really wanted this episode and, and it was interesting because I was educated, but uh, mentioned to people something about this episode and this, this, well, this 89 days to go, 89 days to go. Um, every election seems like it's, you know, they want to bill it as the most ex- important election ever. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I don't know if it is or not, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Trump might get win again and things just chug right along and we get the next person in there. Biden might win. Same thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue. And I think there's always that partisan fighting uh, versus actually just working for the people and mm-hmm. doing something for the people. And I have an issue with uh, I have a lot of issues today. huh? Yeah, you do. But anyways, <laughs> but, but his mention is probably based on just really yeah. over really. I mean, don't overthink, but do your research just first. Like he just gave me some research on certain things. Well, and-, and my thing is, yeah, Trump sucks. And I think a lot of people want to see him out of there. But, you know, Biden, I really don't feel is a much better option. Um, so that's why most likely I'll be voting third party. Right. There you go. That's his mentioner. Vote third party. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> You're so crazy. We'll get your Trump in a Biden t-shirt. Okay, people? Thank- oh, a MAGA hat. We got to get a MAGA yeah, hat. Yeah, Mexicans actually. always get across. Yeah, we got to get a MAGA hat. That's a MAGA a giveaway hat. And maybe, uh, maybe a hat instead uh-huh. or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, thank- All right, everybody. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. The opinions expressed by the guest and contributors in this podcast are their own opinions.